0: Thank God you didn't let down our fans. The Rays Company. By the way, like, comment, and subscribe.
1: <laughs> it helps the algorithm. <laughs> the Reeves Company. Back Open and Tepid Genesee have an adverse reaction to it. You should have seen Chris earlier. <laughs> he was not best pleased with the uh, room temperature beer.
0: Uh, room temperature, please. This has been sitting in the sun all day,
1: right? Well, it's been sitting in the van all day, yeah. yeah.
0: And it was what, 96? Well, that's the room I'm referring to. 96 degrees yeah, today? It, yeah. it's,
1: a, it's a hot one. And that's why I'm not wearing a jacket tonight, because we have an HVAC system that's cacophonous and intrusive. Yeah. So we turn it off uh, all year long. Yeah, while we record, because uh, you wouldn't be able to hear us. Yeah, it'd, it'd be like uh, it'd be like the, the old days. <laughs> Tonight we go back to uh, we go to episode I believe four. Four. Yeah, of the curious case of Natalia Grace. I think at this point people know what we're talking about.
0: Is it Natalie or Natalia? Natalia. Oh, okay, I think Natalia. I misspoke earlier, but uh,
1: well, that's okay because I just
0: did the same. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, let's continue All right. and jump into, unless there's anything you want to uh, say before we watch this.
0: No, I mean, if, if you're jumping into this cold, you don't know what we're talking about. We have three other episodes you can go back and watch. And so.
1: that's what you should do. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: So let's just get right to it.
1: Yeah. Let's just dive right into this, as idiots say.
0: Now, I will say when I recorded this, Steve, I um, I left the captions on for the sir? first hey, half. Mike. Um,
2: I just had okay. a friend send to
3: a story that says
2: I'm charged with two counts of child neglect, is that correct? Yes. Uh, sir, I I honestly don't know what to do
4: or, or what to say. You could either wait for them to pick you up, they'll end up taking you to a local uh, Indianapolis or you could just go and turn yourself in in Lafayette. There's some amount of accountability here, okay?
5: My name's Bob Cooper. I'm a former Lafayette police detective. Oh, I handle everything from juvenile cases to homicides. When I was on the Lafayette Police Department, I I think I had a a reputation um, for being a very good investigator. You know, I could say I I care about justice. That's a cliche. What I enjoyed most about being a, a police detective is the puzzles. The, I think the one of what? the reasons that I've puzzles. been the, the puzzles. by okay. the, yeah. the Barnett case is this is one of the most difficult ones I've had. It's like crossword
1: a crossword puzzle. It's not <laughs> a it, very it high crime area he <laughs> works in. You think
5: you have it solved. You find out you don't. I think the Barnetts, when they adopted Natalia, they bought a pig in a poke. They didn't know what they were getting. It was more than they, they thought that they bargained for. They bought a pig in the poke, and they got rid of her. And they put her in an apartment in Westfield, Indiana. Michael and Christine, they would almost be a household word in, in the social services area in Westfield, Indiana. Because Natalia created more problems than they were expecting. Obviously, they were trying to get her out of that environment, to an environment where she was not known. And so they finally move her to Lafayette, Indiana. Let's get her out of our life. And they did. They move her an hour away to another county. There are more nice areas in Lafayette than there are run-down neighborhoods. Where Talia was placed in that apartment by herself. There's crime pause. in the area.
1: Can we pause? I think- yeah, now you were saying you're familiar with Lafayette.
0: Well, I've been there. Uh, I believe it's where Purdue University is, and I, I've been to the university. Um, I guess I didn't see the rundown parts of town.
1: That appears to be uh, minuscule compared to uh, the rest of I. I the don't a lot of land considered Lafayette. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I
5: think, I think that's what this uh, detective mind. is trying to say. Yeah. yeah, this thing will go away, but that didn't happen because Lafayette was the wrong town for them to bring her to. I just, I don't like bull That's just me.
2: 2013, the Perimeter Institute in Waterloo, Ontario, Canada, wants Jacob, who's 14, to go there to get his master's degree. So we're moving to Canada.
6: We'll get those six combinations.
2: Natalia, she had an apartment for a year on her own in Westfield, Indiana. Natalia's current lease is up. Another apartment needs to be found. Christine and her go out and they find her an apartment in Lafayette, Indiana. This is the best place possible. I would happily, casually stroll around that neighborhood. It is a nice part of town. This apartment is within two blocks of an adult GED center that she signed up for to get her GED. It's within two blocks of the bus route, a suicide prevention center, the Salvation Army, a local grocery store that takes her food stamp card, you couldn't draw a map and centralize her better to a place that could care for any one of her possible needs.
0: You know what, Steve? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm currently looking for a new place to live myself. And uh, I've looked at a few places so far, and at no point was a selling point. Um, it's only two blocks from the suicide prevention center. <laughs> well, that's good to know. <laughs>
5: This was it. Problems are solved. They've washed their hands of this. Well, then, of course, their nightmare hits. The nightmare being, being charged with child neglect. It actually became the beginning of the end.
7: My name is Kenna. I was Natalia's neighbor. I have nine cats. Two dogs. Five kids. Yeah, I have all my kids tattooed on me. If we adopt him, he'll be the sixth. <laughs> I ran out of out of limbs, so I had to start. put one on another limb. <laughs> oh, Sorry, my house is so noisy. I checked my dogs either. I, I need to check them. Off. I've lived in Lafayette my whole (laughs) life, born and raised here. The first time I saw Natalia was when Michael and, and Christine were moving Natalia into her apartment. And I just assumed that they were the ones moving into the apartment, but I never did see them again. The first time I met Natalia, she had come over to my house, knocked on the door. I was a little startled because I thought it was a little kid at my door. And then she explains to me that she's 22 or she thought she was 22. And I thought that was a little bit strange that she thought she was 22. And Natalia said that she didn't have any food over there in her home, in her apartment. And that she needed to call her parents so that she could get some money. when I handed her the telephone, she didn't know what to do with it. It was like a you know, like one of those reactions. And then I said, well, do you have the phone number? Um, no, I don't know it. So then that, the phone just kind of just got put aside and it was, um, I'm really hungry, could I have a sandwich? I also thought it was strange that the Barnett's would put her in a second floor apartment. To have to climb 16 steps plus the three or four on the outside, that's a lot of steps for someone that small. She was struggling to climb those steps. I was kind of stunned. And even if she was 22, she has those disabilities. She has special needs. Why would she get her apartment that she can't navigate? Going down the steps is extremely dangerous. So she could have fell at any point. And nobody would have known she'd fell nobody would have known it. I mean, there's so many things that could have happened. I mean, what if she had burnt the house down? Uh, Not only would she have died, you got all those people below her in those apartments that could have died. I just, I felt like she was kind of left to the wolves. We lived a block away from a village pantry and there was vagrants uh, outside of that place and there was a homeless shelter. There's a lot of crime happening and At any point, someone could have gotten her to go home with them or could have just straight up picked her up and snatched her. Definitely not an area of town that I would let my kids walk around unattended. It's gotten to the point where not only do I carry a weapon in my home on my body, I carry a weapon outside of my home on my body at all times. It's a necessity to be armed. I hope Natalia knows that if I had realized in during that moment what was really going on, I would have took action. I would have done something to help her. I just hope she's having a, a good life. And I, I hope she gets the justice. She deserves. She deserves for um, Christine and, and Michael to to go to court and they need to see their day.
1: So there's someone in social services who was saying, "Okay, this woman who has this horrible grammar can't possibly be educating kids. Let's uh give her all of the kids in the system. Let's send them all right over to her."
0: Uh, this lady we're looking at? Yes. I they're her own kids.
1: Oh no, I don't think so.
0: She said if I adopt this one, that'll make six. But she didn't she didn't make any indication that the others weren't her own.
1: I'm under the impression that uh yeah. most if not all are adoptive now what, what brought
0: you to that conclusion
1: well this is the second time i'm seeing this and i still believe that that's the case uh,
0: okay well i'll be on the lookout for something like that okay there are some people who just they don't want to work so they just have a whole bunch of step kids or not step f- kids foster foster kids yeah. and then they get paid for each of them you know they tend those people tend not to be the best parents also but you know she seems fine
1: uh, she doesn't. She doesn't value education.
0: No. And she has nine cats, which is odd. But I don't know.
7: Um, and she just, she just deserves to have um, a circle around her to make her feel safe. I can't even imagine how scared she was. If she was 22... She, I'm sure she'd still be scared. I mean, look how small she was, how um, helpless she was. So regardless of her age, she was very scared and alone. And that situation should have never, ever happened. The truth is that if I saw the Barnett's, I probably wouldn't say really anything. I'd just start swinging. <laughs>
1: Jeez. Okay, pause. Now, Michael says, uh, I guarantee she has those numbers memorized.
0: Yeah, but we were just told a few minutes ago she didn't know how to use a phone. No, I
1: I think that was a ruse because she knew if she called her parents, they wouldn't actually help her. Yeah, okay. So she just wanted to get into a situation where, hey, uh, can I have a sandwich? That's the question she wanted to get to.
0: Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah.
3: So let's recap here. The Barnetts took a three-foot-tall Disabled little person, put her in an apartment well, on the second floor.
0: That, now, she said little person, but we, we, don't, we don't like to disparage people on this show. Which is why, why I have my list of uh, euphemisms. Well, well it's, uh, um, what do you call them, synonyms from a thesaurus. Yeah, I mean, these are, uh, yeah.
1: Not, not, not just, uh, this is, I believe, Merriam-Webster, you said. This comes from the actual website. Correct. So that you don't say the M word, which is offensive. We don't want to say that. But there are other terms that we can use and everybody's happy.
0: Yeah, like might.
1: (laughs) M-I-T-E. Much better than the other M word.
5: Yep.
3: Or where she's got to scale stairs that are dangerous given her disability. It's in a high crime neighborhood. She's in an apartment with no accommodations for her disability. Saying she has to scale stairs is
1: a bit of an exaggeration. (laughs) That's it.
3: The washing machine dialed. First, they took her cell phone. There's no landline in the apartment. There's absolutely no way for her to call for help if she needs it. That gets them in trouble. And so they give her back her cell phone. But they wiped all her contact information off her cell phone. And at times, there was no electricity or food. So what are the Barnett's doing here? Are they trying to keep her silent? Are they trying to get rid of her for good?
1: Now, at the end of this, can we pause? I have a theory about why all this occurred
0: the end of this episode or the end of it At everything?
1: the end of the series, and, yeah. and we're going to get to that. But uh, this is only my second time watching it, and I believe that my theory is more strengthened by watching this a second
0: time. Well, I'll look forward to hearing it.
1: Okay. One time, and that was it. I never seen her with parents. You know, every time I seen her, she Oh, was, this guy. Nine percent of the time, she was by herself. I can't even look at this guy. Yeah, look I've been in a t- neighborhood since 67. I've seen it go from bad to worse and I've been in trouble before so, you know I messed up in life oh I've been in prison <laughs>
0: just like I tell anybody I got a sex pants yep I messed I can't look up. at I it man my time come
1: back out what's going and on there so he's I, remaking I total, him, he's in the middle so of his remake
0: of total ball. recall <laughs> I mean why walk around shirtless if you're in this situation
1: well they, they caught him in a bad moment he didn't know they to were be coming very exuber of people. Yeah, he has a whole um, system going on. I can't look at it. Caught up
0: in that moment again and have something else happen to you. So, you know, she's a little kid. You know, I kind of stay away from that. What? Oh, right. He's been in trouble before. Yeah,
7: yeah. I just didn't see her come home anymore. She just disappeared. If you're an underage child and by yourself in that kind of surrounding, you don't know what to look for or what to stay away from. Nobody there to protect her. Nobody there to make sure that nobody even hurts her. I mean, it just really disturbed me. Natalia could have knocked on any door, and it could have been the last door she knocked on.
1: Yeah, so there's, um, there's some suspicion. Uh, this neighbor, this new neighbor, seems to be describing her, seems to be seeing her. Natalia, as a little girl, yeah. not just uh, well in stature, but also in age.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that she ever said that. It's more that she's not able to take care of herself.
1: But, but. from the words she has used, I've gathered that she yeah. may, she may lean to, she may lean toward Natalia being much younger than her revised birth certificate suggests.
0: Right, and they said this was t- 2013, which would make her supposedly 10. Right, I think 2003 was the year we were given.
1: 2002, 2003, or something like
0: that. Yeah. Oh. We
2: don't know what to do. We start making phone calls. We start trying to figure things out. We can't figure anything out.
3: When Natalia went well, missing, what was it? The phone? Jaya, Maybe someone, someone, that's just a problem Michael with this Christina family. Worried about her? They weren't worried enough about her safety to put her in a first-floor apartment in a safe neighborhood with a telephone. What are they really worried about? Maybe that she's talking to a social worker or even the police. A couple of days later we
2: get a phone call from the GED center. Don't worry about it. We've found her. She is with this lady Cynthia Mann. <laughs> okay, well that's concerning. Ooh. Because anytime Christine would be about Natalia had spoken to a neighbor or had interacted with a stranger, Christine would find out who that was and she would do what it takes to stop it. That's her. That's Christine. She needs to be in control.
1: So, no, 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 she needs it. to protect the narrative.
0: I'm sorry, uh, I thought it was like a tornado going by. What, 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 what's going on? He's
1: saying uh, anytime uh, Natalia would come in contact with uh, an adult, that person would be contacted by Christine The mother, the adoptive mother. Yeah. And he would try, and she would try to um, control the situation. Yeah. Try to turn that person against Natalia.
0: Sure. Yeah. But we don't hear from from her in this uh, documentary, though, because she said that the ID network is whack. Yeah. 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 But I think that's because, I
1: think her her. um, uh, desire to control the narrative is because Natalia holds some. Pretty intense information.
0: I, I guess. I don't know. I have. I, I may be leaning in a, a different direction than you.
1: Okay, but well, yeah. we'll all find out together in the end.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know that we will, but.
1: <laughs> no, no, we'll find out how each other believes this oh, actually gotcha. unfolded. Gotcha. As we
2: continue. She lets us know she's living with us. Everything's fine. She's moved in. She's moved in. You met her three days ago. Christine and I call Lafayette Police Department. We call Adult Protective Services. Adult Protective Services goes out and evaluates the situation, and they report back to us. They found out that she had a food stamp card that had $500 on it, and they spent all the money and all the foods at their house.
8: This. (laughs) If you like this, give us a thumbs up. If you don't, give us a sad face. Yeah.
2: So they just took all of yeah. Italia's food
0: money. No, what, what was going on there, Steve? Uh, what's up?
5: Can
0: we pause it? What, what's going on here? Are they, are they doing a TikTok video of them grocery shopping? That's possible. More likely Instagram. Okay.
1: Perhaps Facebook. I don't know. But, yeah, uh, that's what a lot of people do. And I suspect that uh, this couple, there are people who, um, they may ad- adopt kids for the, uh, the clout. <laughs> right. The social media clout.
0: Really? Really?
1: I don't know for sure, but (laughs) people do that. People make strange commitments just to get people to uh, like their streams. Yeah.
0: Okay.
2: A week later, I get notified by mail that Natalia's Social Security payments, which was going to me, I was paying ourselves back for the rent, and I was paying her gas bill and her electric bill, that they're no longer going to me. Within two weeks of meeting her... Cynthia took Natalia to the Social Security office and Natalia signed over her Social Security money to her. They're subletting the apartment.
1: Well, yeah, and because you her. had her re-aged and she can totally do that.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, if she's an adult, then that's her decision where she, her money should go. Right. So Yeah. can't have it both the ways, man.
2: We're making money off of Natalia's apartment that we paid for in advance. She was evicted.
6: There was nothing we could do
3: between 2014 and 2019 a number of law enforcement agencies actively investigated natalia Barnett's case it culminated in 2019 when brandon davenport enters the picture once detective davenport starts looking into how natalia came to tippecanoe county things start falling apart for michael and christine Barnett.
4: Hello, this is
8: Davenport.
4: Hi, this is Cynthia. How about you talking to the Indiana State Police? And I'm assuming that you may know why I'm trying to get a hold of you?
8: Yes.
4: So, have you guys tried or looked into adopting Natalia?
8: We actually tried to do legal guardianship and the
4: courts denied it. She has lived with you for how long now?
8: She's been with us since 2014,
4: so five years. All right, so she moves in, you fall in love mm-hmm. with her. You treat her like your own kid and then she's living with you.
8: Oh yeah. Her parents did a number on the top and they were so angry at her. He had our electricity cut off and I told her, I said, You don't stay there no more, you're just gonna live at my house. So, you know, we got some chicken and some good food and we went home and I cooked real good for it. and by this time Christine had already called her phone so many times. She was terribly scared of Christine. And I told her, I said, well, if you, it'll make you feel better, put the phone on speaker. So she put the phone on speaker and Christine was just yelling at her, you should be at your house. You shouldn't be anywhere else. I go into protective mama bear mode. And I told Christine, I said, you shouldn't be talking to her like this. You brought this girl out here, you dropped her off where she didn't know a soul. And she just went rambling. That's my daughter, and you have nothing to say. You need to take her to the sideboard because she hears voices, and she's had sex before, and she's poisoning me, and all this stuff that she's saying that Natalia has done. I felt like it was a dangerous tone. Like, if she would have been in front of Natalia, like, she would hurt Natalia. Plus,
1: Chris, do you believe that Natalia tried to poison Christine?
0: Um... I don't know. I don't know. Um I think it's possible You know, um I mentioned earlier on a different broadcast we were doing tonight that I had seen the film Oppenheimer. Yeah. Um there's a scene which is true where he injects cyanide into his teacher's apple and uh it caused him quite a bit of trouble. Um these kind of things do happen, man. So I if if one of the most brilliant scientists of the 20th century can do something like that, I'm not going to put it past this uh, bantam. <laughs> <laughs> they yelled
8: at me, so I finally had to hang up on her.
4: What I want to do is, I'm not looking at you guys. I want to find these individuals. I'm willing to... Oh, stop, them. stop,
1: stop. Okay, cops love saying individuals.
0: Yeah, they definitely have their own vernacular.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but they think, I think... I guess that's the official, um, uh, they have to write that in reports, individual versus yeah. person. Yeah. But when they say that, it makes it sound like they're trying to sound smart, but they're not.
0: The, yeah, there's other words that they use that you realize that it's just their vernacular of being a cop, and it's not yeah. not you, normal conversation. You
1: know, you know which one I hate? If you, if you watch any, anything with law enforcement, they always misuse the word advise. Okay. <laughs> or advised. Well, I got a call from dispatch and uh, they advised me that the suspect was wearing blue.
0: You mean they told you that?
1: Yes, they told you that. Okay. Yeah. But they advised <laughs> No, it's not, it's not saying, you know, maybe you
0: should go to law school. <laughs>
1: they just told you a fact.
0: <laughs> right. I feel bad for this cop, though, man. Like, having to listen to that lady's story, Cynthia. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on. Like, that's what he does all day.
4: Yeah, all, all, all the so,
0: talking ahead, on the grandma. phone to people like that, like okay, all
4: right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Work to get the search warrants, subpoenas to find out exactly why they have done this. It's, it's suspicious.
0: What are we at, a commercial?
1: So, yeah, i I find it uh I find it suspicious, but I think, and you might be surprised, Chris, but I think what we learn as things go forward tells the whole story.
0: Um, I think so too but I don't think we've really gotten to the heart of it yet no
1: uh, there's so much to this yeah alright let's continue
0: we're gonna see that guy again too aren't we the oh, shirtless the, the,
1: the, guy yeah 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 yeah. and I think we find After out what, years his, and what years he was and up and to years. Years. Oh, Yeah. in trouble yeah. pain and abuse what his
2: prior is at least one And I finally got the courage to leave Christine her and the boys stayed in Canada I came back to Indiana and it was a very rough divorce. It was not amicable. We lost the most important thing a marriage can have, and that's trust. Brandon
4: Davenport, Brandon, with Indiana State, please. Is there a quiet place we could actually talk? Or is that okay?
2: Uh yeah, sit up back if you want. Yeah, can we do that? Yeah, I'm, just, I'm highly confused at the moment.
6: Right,
4: I'll explain. Listen, I'm not arresting you today, okay? That's, that's not. That uh, can we eliminate the word today? We're not arresting. There we go. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I, get, I came in here. Uh, that's part the of the problem
1: with this guy. He thinks he's so charming. There might be a personality disorder at work with this cat. He thinks he's so charming. Can we eliminate the word today, like making a joke out of it? But, I mean, it's an honest question. Right. Are you going to arrest me? Yeah.
0: Well, we'll see. We'll see a little bit more of his personality later on in this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Uh, I think that you're a good guy. I'm more concerned about Christine and who she is. Yeah.
8: Christine
2: is a master manipulator. She will do whatever it takes, so she gets everything. Do you
0: know why she... Just to be clear, Steve, he does not think he's a good guy. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah.
1: But see, you see that a lot in interrogations, if you watch interrogations.
0: Well, I can't say I have. I watch but.
1: a lot of interrogations, and uh, a lot of detectives will do that. They'll say, oh, yeah, oh sure. well, you're a good guy, or they'll say, we all make mistakes. Yeah. They're talking to somebody who they know murdered somebody. Right. And they're trying to get a confession. Yeah. So they'll say, oh, well, you're a good guy. I can tell that. Yeah. No, that, that detective thinks you're a horrible person. If you, if a detective ever says to you, Chris, just, I'm going to advise you <laughs> in the literal sense, Chris, uh, if a detective ever says to you, well, you're a good person. Yeah. Yeah. He knows, he knows you've done something. So
0: lawyer up. Okay.
1: Lawyer up. Yeah.
0: Okay. Thanks for the advice.
2: Okay. Lafayette. She said to me, Lafayette is a, uh, a white trash town. No one's going to care. No one's going to notice. So I'm gonna put her there and because those people are shes white trash, I believe was the exact phrase, then Natalia's not going to con or manipulate anybody.
4: Okay. exact words. Well, I think Christina took her over there and abandoned a child. I think in your heart you know what was that it was wrong. Be honest with me. Yes sir I happen. How old do you think Nadia really is? Right now, this second today?
3: Yeah.
2: If I had to put money on it, 2022.
3: Follow me here. That means that six years earlier, when she was living in Westfield, she was 16, by Michael's calculation. That means she's still a minor. He admitted it. Good afternoon, sir. Hey, Mike. Um,
7: I just had a friend send me a link
2: to a story that
4: says I'm charged
1: with two counts of child neglect. Is that correct? Yes. Oh, (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, Detective Davenport, if he hadn't made that Um, noise, (laughs) they wouldn't have done this reconstruction in that manner. (laughs) Stuffing his face with tacos. You
4: can expect. Um, you, You obviously know that Natalia was not old enough. Natalia, I don't believe, is 30 years old. I honestly
2: don't know what to do or or what to say. Okay. (laughs) To be charged with something like this, it's embarrassing, it's appalling, it's disgusting, it's degrading. Once the charges got filed, my attorney and I, we, we pull up to the Tippecute County Jail the next day to turn myself in
7: first tonight the man accused of leaving his adopted child alone in an apartment in Lafayette turned himself into authorities today
4: the case being built by prosecutors confident enough to file charges of neglect
2: I get put into a holding cell by myself I was booked I was fingerprinted And then it's time for my mugshot. It's gonna sound strange. I wasn't nervous. Not that camera, I'm not thinking about that camera. I'm thinking about the ones that are waiting for me outside.
3: Michael Barnett bonded out of Tippecanoe County Jail about an hour after turning himself in. Christine, is there anything
5: you
7: wanna say? No
3: comment. Christine Barnett turns herself in to the authorities a day after Michael turned himself in.
5: Especially for the first time, to hear that jail cell close behind you. That has to be one of the most humiliating experiences any individual could could go through. There we go again. Prior to this, the Barnett's run (laughs) cover of magazines and newspapers. And now, after being arrested and charged... I'll bet Christine
1: was uh, distraught not to be at her residence.
5: (laughs) Photographed for a whole different reason.
2: The next day, I have employees pulling that up on their computer. Is this you? I have employees sending the link to my HR department, saying, did you guys know this monster works for us? Suddenly, I am the bad guy of the universe. And by the
1: way, that uh, that's misleading. When he says I have employees doing this, no, he has coworkers yeah. doing this
0: yeah. within the office, or, or maybe people he manages. But he doesn't he doesn't own a business, right?
2: Um, yeah. But my ex-wife Steen was the one in power. I had no control over any of this.
3: From that point on, it becomes Barnett versus Barnett. It is war. And Natalia is no longer Michael's target. It's Christine. He's not going to take the fall for this by himself.
0: Now, we've seen that he was, I mean, he was the one paying the rent for her apartment and, you know, in charge of her cell phone. Like, he's not innocent in any of this. Right. If and that's what he's trying to claim.
1: And they also cut these things off when they found out she was living with um, another family. Yeah. On Instagram, apparently. <laughs> I guess that's how they saw. That's how they found out. <laughs> <laughs> they saw Natalia's cereal reviews. Who would want to watch someone? Isle of Who
0: would want to watch someone grocery shop?
1: Chris, you don't know what's going on out there. Uh, I, I, I don't know how you don't
0: know this. I, I, I know what's going on. We're losing to these idiots. It just boggles my mind.
1: Well, <clears throat> all right, let's continue.
2: I'm the dictionary definition of a guy that had it all and lost it all. The car itself is dead. Hasn't run for about a year. It's not gonna run anytime soon. Lately, my life has been all about the trial, which is coming up just in a couple of months. If I felt like I was ever doing wrong, I would have hit it, knowing what I know now, knowing and being able to see how I was manipulated and being able to see how my sons have been manipulated after divorce. The question is, do I think Christine could have manipulated Natalia? That's an easy question. The answer is yes, Christine could have manipulated Natalia. There was so much mental engineering done on me that built up and I blew up and things ended so negatively, so poorly, she and I are truly unable to even exchange an email. Her nickname is Evil and she's earned every letter. She has twisted, convoluted, lied publicly, privately, repeatedly, over and over and over again so she can maintain power, money, control over everything and everyone son and my youngest son I've not seen them in over eight years and they want nothing to do with seeing me we all were abused in that household and Christine was the purveyor of abuse you're gonna get the truth I will pre-warn you you might not like the truth but you'll get the truth yeah, at the end of this series. Christine blamed everything on Natalia. I mean that our coverage. Dynamic of this.
6: You will between get the truth. Natalia and the rest of the family seemed to shift relatively early on. My mom would get into arguments and like try to figure out who Natalia really was. Their relationship was definitely hostile.
4: Okay, so you told me some things that were not true.
2: Things would spiral quickly and escalate quickly. Christine and Natalia were in imminent danger. My children were just one step below it. I promise you, within five years, someone's dead.
8: Natalia, look at me. Look at me. Natalia, how long have you been on this wall? two minutes okay so it's hurting you that bad in two minutes all right well you still need to be on your wall yeah
1: i can't stand for long because my legs are deformed
0: yeah i'll I'll reserve comment until we see that again okay my mom
6: firmly believe that like uh, natalia is a Hostile agent, you know that she definitely is not who she says she is and intends harm
2: Every day Christine and Natalia. <laughs> okay. We, have... we just
1: saw Chris <laughs> Close the closed caption. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I hadn't been watching up to this point and I realized the oh the captions are on so I turn them off.
1: Okay
2: Third degree spotlight tell me everything about you one time I come home from work open the door say hello Natalia is standing in the breakfast nook, nose against the wall. What'd she do? And this is what I was told. Natalia, this morning, is not cooperating with Christine. Very adversarial, very butting heads, and honestly, God bless her, Natalia is probably the first person to ever stand up to Christine.
8: You will write your sentences, but since you're being a big stinker pot and you're just fighting, 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 you're gonna need to have time on the wall. 10
2: a.m., she puts her nose in the wall. You will stay there until you get to this table and write down names of people you have been with. That girl stands there, nose in the wall, from 10 a.m. to noon. Christine makes everybody lunch, gets Natalia's food, puts it right next to her. You can eat this when, boys and girls, when you sit your ass at the table and you write down the names of every person you've lived with and you tell me who you really are. When I got home, Christine says that, yeah, she's been standing still, nose on the wall for eight hours, and she ain't getting out of there until she writes down names. Michael, don't you say a word to her. Don't you help her. I have been dealing with this all day long. Don't you do anything except back up your wife. Do you understand me? Yeah.
0: All right. I I think I think there's more. I think she goes to the bathroom in her pants or something. I don't know. But this guy's trying to dissolve himself of blame. he's at fault here. He if you if you witness child abuse going on in your house and you you're complicit in it, do nothing to stop it. Like, he doesn't, he's, he doesn't realize that he's incriminating himself.
1: Well, his argument against complicity is that he was afraid because they all were abused in that household. Well, that's... That's horrible matriarch.
0: That's bullshit. He's a parent and he has a responsibility. Yes. And frankly, it's, it's not even... It's child abuse, but if you saw... Like, if you went into a McDonald's and saw a manager doing this to, empl- to an employee, you'd be like, you'd say something. It's, 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 it's inhuman, you know, in, a- in any circumstance. Anyway...
2: At this point in time, it's been eight hours. Natalia soiled herself. Natalia, according to Christine, soiled herself hours ago, and per Christine, on purpose, just to spite me and make me upset. So I sit on the couch in the living room, Natalia's behind me in the kitchen, Christine's on the couch, and we're gonna enjoy our evening, we're gonna watch TV, we're enjoying our evening. You can join us, you can watch TV, when you tell us who you are, two in the morning comes. She has now defecated on herself. Come on. She hasn't moved.
0: That's, she, they said this start at 10 a.m. Home right. Best so that's, case
2: scenario Is that's
0: 16 hours. That's a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Christine is sitting on the couch. Angry, and Natalia's in her room. That is the best case scenario for the next two years. What was the worst case scenario? I told the cops this anyway. (sighs) I told the police this when they came to me three years ago to talk to me about Natalia. So if I'm open and honest and willing enough to tell police officers this, I can do this. There were multiple times, three that I bore witness to, and I'm certain far more than that, that Christine beat the holy hell out of her. So one day I come home from work, and this is maybe early 2011. I can feel the tension in the air, Walking into the house, I see, I see my wife, I'll I'll be, I'll be, I'll try to be as accurate as I can. Get one of the guys to point the camera at the floor. Pause. This
1: guy has done and said a lot of hateable things in this series. This was the point where I thought, I hate this man. Yeah. I hate this man. Get one of your guys to point a camera at the floor. You know, one of the guys who was in this room with us. Yeah. Get one of them to do this thing. Because you're the only one I'll acknowledge. Because you're the most important person here. You and I are the two most important people.
0: All right. That's what really bothers you about this guy? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, 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 let's see what he does next. (laughs) I need need right here-ish...
2: Get you to understand. Oh, you're so fake. The beatings were similar to
1: this. And it went a little something like this.
0: All right. Pause. Now let's ignore the fact that he hurt himself doing that. <laughs> he thought that would bring people to his side.
1: <laughs> that he allowed that to happen,
0: <clears throat> or that, that he acted that out. Like, well, all you had to say is she was punching her. Yeah,
1: yeah. We all know what that would well, look he, like. He's a very dramatic. Pre- he's a, there's a lot of drama club in this cat.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was trying to choreograph that whole scene there. Yeah, yeah. But that he. He's not very self-aware of how other people would perceive him, I don't think. Right. He thought that would, be, um, that would be a good idea, you know, in terms of how he presents himself.
1: He also thought it would be edited differently.
0: I suppose, yeah. I think
1: he thinks he has wormed these people to him. Yeah. He's charmed them in such a way sure. that if he guides them and says, okay, to get this shot and do this. But uh, I'm yeah. just going to tell the producer. I'm not going to tell yeah. the actual guy with the camera who's going to make this happen. Well, I'm going to acknowledge him because he's below me. But <laughs> this whole this whole staff, I have charm to a point where yeah. uh, I tell them this. Then I say, okay, get a camera down here. And then I'm going to do that, and that's how it's going to be cut. Well, I came home one day, and boom, 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 it goes to that uh, that footage. Yeah. But then they just let it roll.
0: Yeah, because they're, they're, they're doing the same thing that the detective did, which is, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, it's all your, your wife. Yeah, right.
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We all make mistakes. You're a good person.
0: Yeah.
4: Uh, how bad did you see Natalia get? I'm stunned
2: that Natalia's body did not break in a thousand pieces. She beat the holy out of me. It is not open hand. It is fists. It's elbows. I'm afraid. I am afraid as it's going on. I am freaking out. I don't know what to do. Can we pause it? Everything you say me
0: now, Steve, I believe it was last episode, or perhaps the one before that, where they went to the uh, milk your own cow farm. <laughs> Remember <laughs> yeah.
1: that? Yeah. And and But it, but that's that's also misleading. That's what they called it, but it wasn't a it's not your own cow. You don't bring your cow and you get to milk it on this property. Yeah. You can do that anywhere if it's your own cow.
0: Well that that may have been my terminology, not no, theirs. No,
1: I believe that's how they described it. <laughs> okay. I believe that's how Michael described it, <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, if you go to a Christmas tree farm and they say cut your own tree, it's not your tree either. Well, you do. Because you're buying it. Yeah. All right. Never mind. Oh, and I totally forgot. Oh, yeah. The uh, the, the farm, right? Yeah. This same guy who's now telling us how she used to beat the crap out of this little uh, mannequin. Is that right? It's not spelled like a mannequin like in a store. It's spelled differently. But anyway, he's now saying that the wife used to beat her up, but when he was telling the farm story, he was telling us that, oh, you'd be surprised how strong she is and my wife is frail. Remember he used the word frail to describe his wife. So this guy, he's so, you can't believe anything this guy says.
1: No, he has zero credibility. Zero,
0: yeah.
4: Sounds real. I do think that Christina was a master
3: manipulator. Detective Davenport was using a common interrogation tactic where he leads the target of the (laughs) investigation to believe that he's on his side to gain his trust and elicit more information. Michael really has changed his tune. And after hearing about how Natalia was treated and the beatings, if she really was hiding knives under her bed, it makes me wonder if she was doing it in self-defense.
2: As the beatings happen, I stand there not knowing what the hell to do. The only thing I can think, turn a camera on, turn a recorder on, and I palm my phone and hide it, and I start recording. How could you betray my trust? How could you do that?
0: Oh, my God. He sounded just like, like
2: erase um, everything on the phone.
0: can we go back a few seconds here and again? He sounded just like Daffy Duck. <laughs> <laughs> How could you betray my trust? I can't do the voice.
2: Hide it. I start recording. How could you betray my trust? How could you do that? (laughs) Right in front of me right now, you erase everything on the phone. Reset phone. Hit okay.
0: Maybe it's Sylvester I'm thinking of. From Tweety Bird?
1: Or
2: or maybe you're thinking someone chose the the center square. Yeah. I specifically kept it my entire life, just in case someone was ever able to do a data recovery off of it and pull the video back.
1: Now he's using the same technique.
3: This exchange between Michael and Christine is really an explosive revelation. Michael accuses Christine of beating Natalia, and she doesn't deny it. So that's sort of a tacit admission that she did. You're
4: giving me consent, right? You're giving me consent to at like the phone... Yes, sir, okay, some, have I, I have available. Available on it. I oh, have yeah, some people that work in the FBI, and I call them the nerds. So maybe see what they can do with Yeah.
3: When the time came, Michael offered up Christine to the police on a silver platter. This is something where, you know, I can help
2: and provide as much information about Christine as possible, and I don't don't know. I've watched too many TV shows, I suppose. I, I...
4: Mike, it's called consideration, but I can't make any promises, and I can't make any deals with you because, you know, that's not my... that's not my position. That would be the prosecutor's decision, okay? Um, Before
2: I let you go, and obviously this is something you might not be willing or able to answer. When when you spoke with Natalia, did she state that I never
4: harmed her and tried to keep Christine from beating her? Well, Mike, did you ever harm her? No. Then if you never harmed her, then she shouldn't have ever said that, right? Correct. Okay. So, you know, I'm not going to say either way. I'm just saying that if you told me the truth, right? Yes, I did. Okay. And you told me the truth about Christina, right? Yes, I did. All right. Well, then I think we're all we're on the same page. You could help make a difference and right or wrong here.
1: Detective
6: Joey Chestnut. <laughs>
4: From my mom's perspective, Natalia <laughs> infiltrated our family and
6: wanted to harm us. And so my mom denied possibly doing anything wrong. And if anything, she was just operating under the uh, advice of therapists. And then I can assure you that uh, no therapist would advise uh, this particular action, which I'm not going to go into detail. But I, like if a therapist did, they would lose their license.
1: Now, I believe something comes up shortly. There's a caucus between father and son. I mean, oh, you know, yeah, are, yeah. You are going to see that in this one? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, the son did just say... That no therapist would advise this sort of, and he does mean advise, this sort of uh, <laughs> behavior. Let's uh, let's see how this uh, continues.
2: It's truly the best regular moment we would always have together as a family, sitting down, having popcorn. It 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 it, bring, it brings a level of, of comfort. They're like there's a level of. Oh. Maybe it's happiness, maybe it's purity, maybe it's it's just remembrance of, of a good moment here and there. This was this was part of our lives. This is, we were movie people. It was what we did two, three nights a week. <laughs> Jake smells the popcorn, Jake arrives. Like I'm already like, mmm, tasty. You and me standing here eating popcorn together. You know, I just. I never thought I'd get this again i would never in a million years dreamed that this Do you think he
0: wants work. to be there?
1: <laughs> I don't think he can tell because he obviously has uh, autism, high-functioning yeah. autism. So I don't think he can uh, betray emotion.
0: Mm. Okay. Happen well, again. Let's watch some more. I haven't
2: emotion. seen you in five and bad. a half years. And I sent you a couple messages on Facebook just to let you know, hey, if you have any questions about dad, why'd you leave... Just ask, of the three boys, you're the one that responded. You invited me to come see you in New Orleans. I had no idea what to expect. No clue. And I walk up, and the first thing you say to everybody was, this is my dad. I hadn't heard you say the word dad, and... Almost six years.
0: They gave me hope. <laughs> yep. I, I didn't have hope
2: for a very, very, very long time. He doesn't time. know what this means. There's a human crying.
1: <laughs> and he has no idea that that's a, that's a special thing. I don't
0: know. I think he's regretting coming up for popcorn. Like, you know, I wasn't even that hungry. Should have just stayed down in the basement.
1: I don't think he can I interpret the uh, nonverbal... Cues, that his dad is um, upset. Not upset, but uh, you know, yeah, emotional.
0: Yeah.
2: Convinced I'd never see you again. I'm still convinced I'll never see your brothers again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, my game is One, paused. One, two, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> what a human doing this instance. It's oh, put the clear. other armor.
1: That's, 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 that's right. I think someone I that. Someone else.
0: Missed three.
6: <laughs> it's easy to go around and categorizing people into uh, clusters of good people and bad people. But good people do bad things. Bad people do good things. I just don't want blame to be falsely assigned. My mom and I are kind of going through it at the moment. Recently, I had a bunch of questions relating to childhood and just concerns, Eh. so I I called her. Like, I was just expecting her to maybe acknowledge some of the things I was saying. Like, I wasn't necessarily looking for an apology or anything, but I, I didn't even get that.
8: Natalia, that is not okay. You're trying to pick on people.
6: I did ask her about some stuff relating to Natalia that I don't think I'm comfortable sharing with here. Partially, I'm protecting my mom by not being explicit here. I mean, my mom is definitely not 100% innocent, so I'm kind of stuck between, like, a rock and a hard place or like, I uh, I don't want to hurt anyone.
1: Okay, can we pause? That's one lazy metaphor, isn't it? Well, what was that? A rock and a hard place? Yeah. A rock and some other thing that's difficult. Yeah. To be named later. Yeah. Can't bother to come up with one. (laughs) A rock and a hard place. I don't know where that comes from. Perhaps Shakespeare, perhaps the Bible. Either way, somebody was
6: very lazy with that one. Yeah. And uh, I recognize that that might not be possible. You
8: could exonerate a little girl and set the record straight. One of my favorite sayings from Martin Luther King Jr., justice delayed is justice denied.
6: Yeah, I, I, I need to sleep on some things.
8: It's the fear that if you tell us what it is that you know that your mother is going to go to prison?
6: Yeah, I don't know if I wish to talk about this further. I'm done.
5: Because there are so many questions could possibly the Barnett's just be making this up to cover their tails and to cover their tracks there's something really deeply wrong here it doesn't smell right there's something wrong oh it smells like <laughs> somebody's hiding something someplace
6: So I, uh, I told him about my last interaction with my mom. But, yeah, you know, I, I guess the, the moral thing that I, I've been struggling with is if there's some, like, shred of hope that she can be redeemed, I don't think it's worth dragging her character down anymore. Oh, Just I, to, I've
2: done that. I'm done. You didn't hear my conversation with them yesterday. But I told the full... I've
1: already speech. destroyed her.
2: That's a nice way of saying I put two rounds in a shotgun and I fired. It's okay. I feel like I deserve the right to tell my story. Um, I did not tell them that. Uh, I didn't tell them about kicking the stairs.
6: Well, kicking down the stairs, we said we're not going to say, right? Yeah. No. My plan of going in today was to not tell them that. And furthermore, I understand that there could be legal recourse to that. And that,
0: Well, you know, mission accomplished, really huh, Steve? You can't be a You were a minor.
6: Oh, okay.
2: A, a, a
6: child in... I'm my microphone on. I am such an idiot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so he's saying, he's suggesting that, um, Catherine, Catherine? Uh,
0: Yeah, I think so. Uh,
1: She, uh, she kicked Natalia down the stairs.
0: I mean, it's got to be tempting. You see, you see the, um, nubbin at the uh, top of the steps, and you got to think it's just tempting to just line up like you're, uh, you know place kicking yeah yeah not that i would do that no no of course I, but i understand you're a good
1: person uh, and we all make mistakes bro.
0: <laughs> i'm just saying I'm i just can
1: under- tell you're not a bad person we've all done things we're ashamed of so tell us about the time <laughs> you kicked a um a half pint through a goalpost
0: <laughs> um yeah uh, now, he says, I'm an idiot. I left my microphone on. We've already established that he has, like, a genius IQ. Yeah. Um, do you think he did that on purpose? Hmm. Like, he wants to be seen protecting his mom, but really he wants.
1: I don't know, because that's subtlety. It would take a personality <laughs> disorder, not a, a mental a deficiency. What would you call autism?
0: Uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, I could look it up and come up with some uh, words to describe it I, I, for next week.
1: <laughs> I don't think he's sly. I think he's, is. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's on the level.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's I don't think thought.
1: he knows some of the some of the things that become apparent as you watch the rest of the series.
0: <clears throat> I'm trying to think of what what we see. Well, the way this um, ends,
1: Chris, and I don't want to give anything away, but... Oh, now I remember. The yeah. way this ends suggests that this entire story might... A lot may have been left
0: out. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have two more episodes to go. Uh, we're going to take a trip to her homeland of Ukraine. Um, we're going to see more about the interactions that Mike and Christine had. Uh, I found that pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember what else. I think, I think we're gonna see the guy without a shirt again, <laughs> because he he cops to uh h- having run afoul of the law yeah. himself. Yeah, and that's why he didn't trust himself around uh, Natalia. Yeah,
1: yeah. And uh, also, we didn't see that tonight,
0: right? No.
1: Well, I I think he said he stays away from certain people because of certain issues he's. Uh, I I don't think encountered. he's encountered.
0: I think we're going to see him again. I don't know. Okay. Maybe I remember it differently than it than it was. Um, I'm,
1: I'm not exactly sure. It's been three months since I've watched this, yeah, Chris. Yeah, I know. <sighs> Where did the
0: summer go, Steve? <laughs> People are
1: watching this all year round, Chris. So uh, anything we didn't say, you might want to say.
0: No, I mean, um, we can, we can, I got like, Five minutes of the next episode on here. If you wanna, you wanna watch that. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I think it's better if we divide them. Yeah. Uh, that way we get the whole, we get the complete thing. There's no post and Bob uncle. Yeah. Matty
0: So maybe we'll do. Um, I mean, we'll, well, never mind. We'll talk about it off the air. But uh, yeah, I guess that's all we have for tonight, huh?
1: Okay. And uh, during the Ralph Williams video uh, at the end of the Ralph Williams video, I realized with this new setup, uh, people can't see. This is a new setup. Um, <clears throat> I can't roll away at the end, so I'm just reminding myself not to try to do that. <laughs> I would not really roll away at the end of the program, but uh, I can't do that because there's a there's a block of wood that I'll run into <clears throat> if I try. Uh, no, you know what? Hold on. I think I can pull it off. All right. Okay. Godspeed, John Glenn. All right. In that case, I think we did it. Chris Bergani, Jim Corhan, Natalia Grace. I'm Steve Rees, Oscar
0: Oski, Wally, Tigers.
1: Eat them raw. We did it, Seth.
0: Thank God you didn't let down our fans.